Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. No open today, no sponsors, and we appreciate our sponsors for allowing me to air this commercial free. This is an interview and a topic that means a lot to me. And so today... I always say listening is optional, not today. Today I'm going to ask you to do something because this is super important to me. I'm going to ask you to do something that I do a very poor job of doing. I'm simply going to ask you to listen. Thank you. February 14th, 2018. A day I'll never forget. A day my city will never forget. I remember that day so vividly. Driving down the Sawgrass Expressway like I do every single day, driving home from work. I was two, maybe three exits away from Parkland, Florida, where I have lived for over a decade now. I was talking to my friend Tom. I had an odd feeling. This is it's a tough part right here because I, it, something swept over me. Um, and I'll never forget that feeling as if suddenly I was, I was the only car on the expressway. So I looked at the rear view mirror and realized that was not a feeling. It was a reality. And what I saw when I looked through the mirror, coming up behind me, was a fleet of police cars, ambulances, military vehicles, 
I quickly pulled to the side of the expressway and, and I let him go by and jump back on the expressway, continued the conversation with my friend Tom, didn't think much of it. I want you to think about that. The expressway had completely cleared. And what was screaming up behind me, two to three exits from my house, was a fleet of cop cars, ambulances, military vehicles. And yet I didn't think much of it. I just did. I had no idea where they were going. I would quickly find out. I ended my phone calls. I got off at Coral Ridge Drive like I do just about every single day. I stopped at the same Starbucks that I stopped at every single day. And for the purposes of giving you my proximity, our proximity to what was going on, the Starbucks off of Coral Ridge Drive is just... I don't know, a few football fields away from Stoneman Douglas High School. It's a place parents will stop at before they pick up their kids from school or close enough that the kids will walk to the Starbucks to meet their parents. That wasn't going to be the case that day. But as I'm walking in and pulling in again, Everything's normal. Everything. So I walked into the Starbucks. The line, like it is every single day, at that time, long, really long. I was almost out the door. That's how long the line was. That line quickly evaporated as everyone's phone started to ring. And just like that, in an instant, I became the only person online. Our city and our town would change forever. The scene was frantic. People were crying, people were yelling, people were confused, people were scrambling. People really didn't know what to do because there is no preparing for what it is we were about to go through. You could watch it on TV. Your hearts drop. You feel for the victims, of course. You feel for the families. But until your city becomes one of those cities, you have no idea what they went through. Zero. I thought I did. I did not. Everything stopped. Everything. I saw the horror. I saw the pain. Unlike I've ever seen. Naturally, I wondered what was happening, and then I heard someone scream. There's a shooter at Stoneman Douglas. Students have been killed. I walked out of that Starbucks and all the police cars 
all the military vehicles, all the ambulances that I saw on the expressway were now strategically positioned all over my city and around that school. Maybe 10 minutes earlier, remember, those things flew by me. And I didn't give it much thought. I didn't know where they were headed. Where they were headed was to my hometown, to my city, to a place I care deeply about. The news started the break. I called my wife. Together we cried on the phone. And while our kids do not attend Stoneman Douglas, we have many friends whose kids do. Many friends whose kids are friends with our daughters. I didn't know what to do. The scene was frantic. Kids of all ages running from the school, trying to find their parents, trying to find anyone that they knew. Parents frantically looking for their children, trying to get news, trying to get updates. Friends of mine who were so far away from the school at the time calling me, asking me to walk into Stoneman Douglas to get their kids, to make sure their kids were okay. And I would have, and I tried to, but you couldn't get there. You just couldn't get there. Getting back to my house, which is really less than a mile away from, from where I was at Starbucks was nearly impossible. I tried to help anyone I could. I saw strangers helping strangers. I said it on ESPN. I saw acts of kindness that that will stay with me for a lifetime. I eventually got back to my house and once I got there I was not allowed to leave. I tried to leave. I actually tried to go help one of my friend's kids. Tried to get them back to home. Tried to get them back to safety. Tried to get them to their parents. But there were cops outside my house. They told me to get back inside. I asked why. They said the shooter's at large and he might be in your neighborhood. I said, officer, I just want to try to get one of my friend's kids from the school. He said, sir, I understand. You ain't getting anywhere near that school. Get back inside your house. So I did. And I watched the news. And I cried. And I cried some more. And then I cried some more. And the crying has never really stopped. I'll never be able to erase the look of terror I saw on people's face, the look of concern, the look of a parent wondering if their child is alive, wondering if their kids were one of the victims, wondering how the hell this could happen in our town, 
in our city, at our high school. Never forget. As I also said on ESPN the next day, it is nearly impossible to go from point A to point B without passing that high school. It's right in the middle of our town. We are constantly reminded of the horror, of the pain, of the suffering of that awful day. It lingers. It's always here. It will always be here. You don't bounce back from something like this. You don't recover from something like this. You just learn to cope, deal, and live with something like this. Sure, maybe it made my city stronger. In fact, I'm pretty certain it did. But I could speak on behalf of everyone who lives here. We'd rather be weaker and have that day never happen. Time doesn't heal on this one, but moments do. Or at least, they have a lot more impact on the community than time ever will. There have been precious few since that day. Precious few. But on May 23rd, 2021, a year in which the graduating seniors were the last class to have gone through that horrific day, our city had a moment. The varsity baseball team, which has eight or nine seniors on its team, which means some of the kids went through the horror of that tragic day. But that team, the varsity baseball team, after an incredible run, winning countless close games, providing our city with many goosebump moments, pinch-me moments. They won the state championship and provided us with a much-needed jolt of feel-good and pride. And no, it didn't make us forget. In fact, it forced us to remember forced us to remember the pain, forced us to remember the victims, forced us to remember the families, forced us to remember everything. But it also allowed us something we haven't had in a long, long time. Some feel-good some pride in our city, some pride in that school. People did what they had to do on that day. I've spoken to them, whether it was teachers protecting their students, coaches, giving up their lives on behalf for 
on behalf of some of the kids' lives. Whether your kid went there or not, doesn't matter. We all went through this together. We all live in the same city. We all drive by that school on a daily basis. The varsity baseball team knew what they were carrying around knew how much this meant. And even while knowing all that, carrying around that burden, that pressure of trying to make this city feel good, of helping this city just for a single goddamn second forget that day, they still went out and won a state championship. With all that said, it is my honor, it is my pleasure to bring on the manager of the 2021 Florida State Champions, Todd Fitzgerald. How long have you been the manager of the Stoneman Douglas baseball team? This is my 10th year. Okay, 10th year. And I'm guessing that you have not had a better feeling than the feeling you just had yesterday winning the uh, winning the state championship. Is that fair? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty fair to say. Um, biggest win in your career, right? Uh, the, actually, the regional playoff game was probably the biggest, most exciting win in my career. But obviously, yesterday... Uh, uh, sat, what was today? My Saturday was probably the biggest, you know, other than my first one in 2008. But yeah, man, it was unbelievable. So the regional game is interesting. It's the quarterfinal game, essentially, that got you to the final four. Um, put us, put us where you were, like put us inside Todd Fitzgerald's head as you're down to your last strike. You're down a run bottom of the seventh high school baseball. They only play seven innings. Uh, you're trying to get to the state semifinals, trying to make it out to the West coast in Fort Myers. Uh, what are you thinking as your number three hitter comes up? You're down a run. You're down to your last strike. Put us in the dugout. What are you thinking? He, well, I'm coaching third, so he he, took, he just came over to me, called timeout. Santiago called timeout and just came over to me and put his hand on my shoulder and said, Coach, I got it. That's it. We're going to win it right here. I got it. Really? I said, all right, go get it. Wow. <laughs> and he first pitch he saw, he hit over the pit. And that's exactly how he said it. Wait, you know, he goes, so, so wait, wait, Fitz, he came to you? Are you yeah. telling me with two strikes he came to you and said, Coach, I got it? He didn't have two strikes. He had – it. Was, he he didn't even have a – it was the first pitch he oh, saw. Oh, that's right. Gavin had the that's two right. strikes and the guy fell yeah, down. That's right. And when that happened, Santi said, Coach, we're going to win it right here. I got and what? And what were you thinking to yourself? <laughs> I'm like – Please, gotta go get it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I gotta tell you, that kid's got balls. I want to, like, I, I would sign him right now if I was a major league manager. Very confident. He knew his last at bat was. He went down in his la the the previous at bat. The guy threw him three straight sliders, and uh, it was a really bad at bat for him. And he said that he wasn't gonna let that happen again. And he was looking for it, and the guy hung it, and he hit it over the over the fence. Fitz, I mean, what a great moment considering what's happened to that school uh, the last two years. 
of of what's going yeah. on in that school. And listen, we're never going to heal, but you guys, you gave us a feel good moment. You you allowed us to forget for a weekend. But for that kid in that moment, with everything riding on his at bat, to come to you and have the poise and the confidence to say, "Hey, Skip, don't worry, I got it." What was your reaction to that? Like that's goosebumps for me. I'm getting the the hair is standing up on my arms right I just, now. I just think that's that's how we try and teach our kids to not not let the moment be too big for you in any situation, you know. And, and we we put those guys in situations at practice, you know. We try and train those guys in those situations. So, you know, just don't ever let the moment be too big for you. You know, you're a big time player. You know, go out and do what you do and. We have success. We have success. If we don't, then you know what? It's not because of lack of effort. And you know, he was ready for the moment. He wanted to be in that moment. He wanted to be that guy. After he said that to you, were you still doubting just a little bit because the game's weird? It's baseball. No. Really? No. Wow. No. I've had one other player say that to me before and came through with a home run, too. Really? Now, we were talking right before we started here about one of his players, Jake Clemente, who is my daughter's boyfriend, and I have conditioned to rip him. But Todd will tell you, this kid is too nice. He's too good. Like, Todd, I am frustrated. I can't rip Jake because he's such a nice kid and such a great athlete. Oh, man, you can't. The kid's like, he's the most respectful, most, like, he takes everything in that you tell him, too. Like, he want, like he's such a pleaser. He wants to be so good, you know, and. Yeah, he, you don't even have to yell at him when he does wrong because he already knows. He's one of those. So, so Mike, what do I do? Mike, sometimes what, I do it anyway Mike, just to do it. <laughs> Mike, what do I do as a dad here? What do I do? Like everyone, like I'm conditioned to rip my my daughter's first boyfriend, but this kid's perfect. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. you gotta, Let me get this straight. You're upset that you like the good kid that your daughter <laughs> is dating? Yes. Because I got to tell you, it could have been an Antonio she brought home. It's a good point. It's, I could have brought my cell phone. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Like, yes, it's a very good point. Uh, Fitz, I'm wondering, can you talk about just how life has changed at Stoneman Douglas and really inside the city of Parkland uh, since yeah. that tragic day back in 2018? Yeah, so, you know, this is the last senior class that's gone through, and it's it's been a really rough ride for those kids. And I, you know, I coach all the, I mean, teach, I teach freshman kids too. So, um, you know, the school has slowly gotten back to some kind of normalcy. Now with this whole online learning platform that we're going through, it's kind of set everybody back a little bit, but they did do a nice thing for the seniors the other day. We had a nice little prom gala type deal at the school, try to give those kids something that they could have because they didn't have that, you know, last couple of years. And then, um, you know, I had that going on with the regional game. So, you know, just just seeing the kids around school for me as a teacher, like seeing kids around school is is, is great. And, and I can't wait till we get back next year because I I teach to be around the kids. I don't, I don't really teach to I just want to have an impact on some of the kids lives, man. I mean, that's that's why, you know, that's why I teach. And I love coaching ball and I like knowing every kid at the school. And, and it makes them feel good when their teachers know them outside. The game, you know, so it's good. our administration's you- awesome. Were the kids aware? Um, did you talk to them as you made this incredible run to a state championship? Uh, did you talk to them about the impact they could potentially have on the city and on the school throughout? Oh, that oh yeah, run? they knew. I mean, we were playing. We were not only playing for the seventeen. Uh, we were playing for some other things. We had. Uh, I got two players on my team whose whose grandfather was Rennie Stennett, who passed away. The great pirate legend passed away right before we go to the final four. My very good friend, Danny Moore, passed away a week before. Like, we were playing for a lot of things. And we had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of 
spiritual stuff come our way, man. It was unbelievable. Did you hear from uh, from anyone cool after you guys won the state championship? Osmer, uh, Eric Osmer FaceTime nice. me uh, and our team. Uh, Rizzo, Rizzo obviously tweeted us out. Uh, former players, alumni. So the kids were aware. They were aware of the impact that they were that they were making on this community. Because yeah. Todd, we all agree. Like it's never. You can't drive from point A to point B. In fact, I just came back. Uh, I was out picking up my dog, as a matter of fact, from the uh, from the grooming place. You can't drive from point A to point B in Parkland uh, without passing that school. And when you pass that school, it's impossible not to be reminded of what happened at that school back in 2018. So your kids, it's pretty impressive. High school kids, mature enough, aware enough to know that they were carrying that around with them. And they knew how, how big of an impact that they were making on this city because we'll never recover, but we're just looking for some feel good every now and right? then. And we had some feel good over the weekend. And man. it was awesome. You know, you got, you got six, seven, you got eight, eight or nine seniors that were actually here on that day, you know, that are now seniors. So those, those guys actually lived it here on campus. And, you know, the other younger guys, you know, they were across the street at West Glades or over at Coral Springs middle school or, you know, just across the street. So you got your eight guys that really lived it. And, and it, it, it was so happy. It was so, so more, so exciting for me for them to get a ring uh, and for them to win because, like you said, they haven't had anything to be over cheered about in, in years. And, and this was really good. Like you said, it's just a feel good thing, man, and um, something they'll remember for the rest of their life. Did you hear from any of the families of the victims, family victims, uh, in, in terms of what this meant to them winning a state championship in baseball? I have not. And I'm not a big okay. social media guy either, so I, maybe there was something on social media. I have Twitter, and I can barely use that half the time. So, um, but no, I did not. I, I I didn't hear from them. But the co the coaches like Coach Feist, like Willis May, and all the coaches, the football coaches, Coach Short, and all those guys, and obviously the administration, and so uh, some of the big guys downtown too. You know, so it was good to see all those guys cheering for us and supporting us at the state championship. Fitz, I imagine even even the opposing teams that you beat, the managers that you beat, that in some way, shape, or form, they were kind of happy for you guys, right? Yeah, I, th I mean, I, I think I think at the end of the day, they are, you know, especially after everything that we've gone through. And and I got, man, I got like over three hundred and fifty texts on my phone from coaches all over the country, high school coaches, friends. I mean, it was just, and so did these kids. It, it was really, really special. Uh, how'd you celebrate? Uh, we, we just, uh, went back to the hotel. We had a big Italian dinner for them, and, uh, right. just hung out and just families and friends and just hung out to about one one o'clock in the morning and got back on the bus and, uh, came back to town. So once, once you kind of got rid of the kids though, did Todd Fitzgerald just open up a 12 pack and just start slamming <laughs> beers or no, what? Not really. I mean, um, had a few with, you know, with family and, and friends and stuff, but not, not too many. Um, just, it just, you know why? Because I think for me on this one, it was, like you said, it was just more special just because of everything that had tied into what we were trying to achieve and what we were playing for. And it was just so emotionally exhausting, you know, uh, I, I, I could have fallen asleep right after. I mean, I was just totally drained emotionally and I'm sure the kids were too. Did you cry? Were there tears? Yeah, yeah. I had some tears, well, no doubt. How about the kids? Yeah, there were some tears. <laughs> Bitter, bittersweet tears, though, yep, right? Yep, joy, bittersweet, you know. Uh, just when you when you do something 
that's a positive for a community and it's for your high school and, and you, and you have something that you're going to have remembered for the rest of your life. You know, our 10 year reunion down the road from this victory will probably be something that's, you know, it'll be very special down the road. So. It's, uh, I told Jake, um, you'll have few days in your life that will be better than the day that you just had. He had a game-winning run. He had a base hit. He had the only base hit through, I think, five yep. innings. And then you guys kind of broke it open yep. late in that state final. But I told him to tell his teammates, you might have five days, the remainder of your life, that will be more memorable and happier than the day you just had on Sunday. Is that fair that's, to say? That's, that's really fair to say because you know as well as I do how hard it is to win a a major or a championship. Look at Phil, you know, 50 years yeah. old, you know, I mean, lefty, uh, you know how happy he was and everybody was happy for him. You know, like it, it is something that it doesn't come around very often. And when you win something big like that, it's something you have to cherish and remember. Cause like you said, you probably counted on your hand how many times in your life you get that opportunity to do something like that. Uh, Fitz, if there's a message that you could send to the country, this will be heard by, Millions of people. So if there's a message you could send to the country about what the last two years have been like and what Sunday meant to you, meant to the team, meant to the school, and meant to the community, um, the floor is yours. You would say what? I would just say that, you know, all, all things come around full circle. Um, you know, it, it it's it's just too hard to put in perspective what has gone on from 2-4-18 two, two, to now. But I just hope that we as a – as a program represented our city, our community, the families of the fallen, uh, the administration, and and more so Broward County than than we could imagine. And uh, we, we wear you guys on our shoulders every day. We pray for you guys every day. And hopefully you got to smile and be happy even for a brief moment. And um, we're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep trying to make make our city proud and make our school proud and our community. So we're here for you always. Uh, it's a great message. You have certainly done more than enough. I can tell you there's not a single person in my family that attends uh, Stoneman Douglas High School, yet we were all glued to every – my daughter was at the games. Right. Me, my wife, and my other daughter were watching the games online. Uh, I actually went to one of your playoff games leading up to the state semifinals. I was there in person. Uh, but I can tell you, it was there were tears in this house. Um, there were goosebumps in this house. And there was also celebration in this house. And we haven't felt that in a while around here. And for someone like me, whose mom just passed away of COVID back in January, uh, Fitz, Fitz, thank you. No, thank you. Because I needed it. The city needed it. Uh, the school certainly needed it. I know you needed it. And the the families of the victims, absolutely. Whether they reached out to you or not, they needed it as well. And you know that. So congratulations to you and congratulations to all the boys. You made us proud, man. You really Thanks. did. Thanks. Hope we continue doing it. To the players and the coaches on the baseball team, thank you. And to the 17, we'll never forget.